This is Tamara. A girl in the middle, Titus to mentor, encouraging women to love God and to love well in their home and family. I'm so glad that you've joined me back here today. Thanks for joining me back as we continue 21 Names of God in the beginning of this new year. Today, name number three, Jehovah Jireh. No spoilers needed. An altogether familiar passage of scripture to most anyone who has been following the Lord for some time. And yet, one worth spending some time when considering who God is. No spoilers needed. We know what happens. But before we get there, we will stop here and examine the journey Abraham and Isaac are taking together. Reading from Genesis 22, verses 1 through 10. And it came to pass after these things that God did test Abraham. And he said unto him, Abraham. And he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clave the wood for the burnt offering. And he rose up and he went unto the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and he saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and he laid it upon Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife. And they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and he said, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. And so they went, both of them together. And they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there, and he laid the wood in order, and he bound Isaac his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand, and he took the knife to slay his son. God's test. The King James Version of the word tempt is used. It means to test. God is not tempting Abraham to sin. He's proving the man he knows him to be. The man of faith developed through the years, grown and changed by the Lord. Spurgeon says, quote, I cannot imagine a greater test than that which the Lord applied to Abraham. The Jews usually say that Abraham was tried ten times. Surely, on this occasion, he was tried ten times in one. End quote. Immediate response. 
I have a son, and he comes by this honestly, whose immediate response to most direction was always no. It didn't have to be a question or a request. Just the sound of something coming his way would garner up a full-fledged ruffled feathers response. Uninterested and unwilling. No. Thankfully, with a lot of training up and teaching, he's learning and his heart has softened to our voice and to God's. Abraham heard God's voice when the angel spoke. His immediate response is one each of us should desire to imitate. Here I am. Whatever was to come his way, Abraham was ready and willing to participate with the Lord. The worst news. Fear didn't override Abraham's attention and acceptance to the news. Even this worst news from his God. Pretty much, your son is going to die at your hand. Genesis 22.2 And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him for a burnt offering upon the mount, one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. Have you ever learned before that it's here in Genesis where God first mentions love? God's introduction of love to his people comes by way of the love of a father to his son. I can see a glimpse of this in my own family. There are a few things regarding my husband of 32 years of which I am completely sure. And one of those is his absolute love for his sons. Abraham loved Isaac. God loved them both. With the worst news I can imagine as a parent, Abraham, Abraham accepts God's word for him somehow. What faith. Before God's provision, the angel shows up and Abraham shows up. But before God's provision does the same, but not really, there's much more to this part of Abraham's life story than we often take time to see. Many sermons are much the same to this point. The angel tells Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac, and Abraham, a man of great faith, obeys. And then God provides a lamb. And none of that is wrong. And it's a great picture of God's provision for us, too. But it's a bit too fast forward for me. Abraham is a very busy man between the angel's initial visit and the presence of the lamb. He prepared. And Abraham, verse 3, And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass, and he took two of his men with him and his son Isaac, and clave the wood for the burnt offering. He prepared. He rose up. He saddled. He took. He took his men with him. He took Isaac with him. He claved the wood. He prepared. He proceeded. Genesis 22.3 And he rose up and he went unto the place which God had told him. Abraham got up early. He got his, he saddled his ass. He took two of his young men with him. He took Isaac with him. And Isaac wasn't a baby. He claved the wood for the burnt offering. Then he got up and he went. He performed. Genesis 22, verses 4 through 8. 
Then, on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes, and he saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering, and he laid it upon his son Isaac. He took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spoke unto his father, Abraham, and he said, My father? And he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. And so they went both of them together. Everything Abraham meant when he said, Here am I, he was implementing. He not only prepared, and he also proceeded with God's plan. Now that's a big deal to me, because I have been known to take a good cop out when fear grasps me hard. He performed it to the end, all while never losing his faith. Seems not only did God test Abraham knowing his faith, Abraham knew and lived God's faithfulness. Jehovah Jireh, Genesis 22, 1-14. And the angel of the Lord called to him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here am I. And he said, lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me interruption. This wasn't really his only son, was it? But to God, Isaac was Abraham's only son. Back to verse 13. And Abraham lifted up his eyes, and he looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. And Abraham went, and he took the ram, and he offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son, instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh, as it is said to this day, In the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. And there's God, Jehovah-Jireh, our provider. He was there from the beginning. But Abraham displays a great illustration for us to emulate here. Abraham headed to the altar knowing God would provide a lamb, and assured his son would return again with him to the bottom of the hill. Yet, he went up the mountain equipped with every little thing he needed, ready to do what he knew the Lord had told him, fully convinced God would provide a lamb, and fully prepared to complete the instruction he had received from his God. Does this even make sense? How is it possible to both believe God to be Jehovah Jireh, the one who will provide a lamb for a sacrifice, and walk toward the altar, keeping step with every next step, even to raising his knife 
upon his son's body who was bound to the altar? Genesis 22, 9-10 And they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there. And he laid the wood in order. And he bound Isaac his son. And he laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand. And he took the knife to slay his son. It's just incredible. May I be like Abraham and choose obedience to the Lord, even in the hardest things, knowing God is faithful. Our provider, Jehovah Jireh, provider God. Because God is God, and before the first syllable was uttered to Abraham, we know God had a plan all along. Just like in the Garden of Eden, God's plan wasn't designed based on the responses of Adam and Eve or here, Abraham. God's plan is because he loves us. He is our provider, our Jehovah Jireh, because it is who he is, not just what he does. Sounds strange, I know. I am mom, my oldest and my youngest boys. How I love them both. They're each uniquely uniquely designed, knit together by their creator, our God. I know them because I'm their mom. And I love them for that same reason. Neither of them could do anything ever to make me love them more or less. I love them because I am mom. I can put them in the exact same situation, and with great accuracy, I will tell you how each of them will respond. For instance, my oldest is a newlywed. There were a few summer months here in Florida during lockdowns to find a gold dress to wear to the quickly approaching wedding. Instead of visiting dressing rooms across the city, I had to have the dressing room sent to me. Every single time, I knew what each of them would say based on the dress I was trying on, because I know them. I was right. One had exclamations of cheer, and the other a quiet shaking of the head as he walked away, hoping for something better next time. I had a plan. We just had to get there with everyone's personal attributes involved. Same thing, whether we're in a car lot, a ball game, attending a social event, enjoying a casual family get-together, etc. It doesn't matter where or when. They're going to respond based on who they are and who I know them to be. We can see this in Genesis, both in the garden and on the mountain altar. God knew how each would respond. He created them. He is their father. God knew how each would respond, and his plan was already in place based on who he, God, is. He is Jehovah Jireh, our provider, because it is who he is. He is our provider, and I'm so thankful. My husband's prayer every single mealtime, without fail, includes thanking and praising our God, Jehovah Jireh, who he is. 
when the point of this blog and podcast is God our provider, why have I spent this entire time talking about Abraham with a cameo appearance from the first people on earth? Because this is so important, friends. We've not treated our children equally all of our lives. This is attributed to the limits we've had in resources of time, money, and maturity over the years, as well as because their needs have not and are not equal. If one has a need the other doesn't or has never had, we don't choose to be fair and equal. Doing so would be a real injustice to our boys. Thankfully, God does not treat us fairly. He is a just God. Fairness would leave us all in the pit of hell. Adam and Eve sinned. God's plan was provision of a savior. Abraham was faithful. God's plan was provision of a sacrificial lamb. God provided because of who he is, Jehovah Jireh. That's love. I'll see you here tomorrow. Thanks for being with me.